This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. On Fridays, we want to look at current events and the Bible to ask the question, what would Jesus say? Thank you so much for joining us on the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And it's Pastor Benjamin Davis. On Fridays, we answer the question, what would Jesus say? And today, what would Jesus say? Should God's people marry for more blessings? I remember whenever I was in college that we were in a, a class that where the discussion broke out about Paul's advice in 1 Corinthians, I believe it's 7, where Paul was basically saying... If you're single, you're better off not to marry, to stay single. And mm-hmm. this turned into a, a discussion debate. Curious, have you ever had any of those theologicals and, and of, of that passage? Yep. How'd they end up? Never very good. <laughs> <laughs> Never good. It wasn't until years later that um, I understood more fully mm. i was part of the debate and i don't think i had the best attitude about it either but um but you were I, the problem I, I, I was part of the problem I, you know it's for sure um but it wasn't until years later that i understood that what paul was saying is in light of the current tribulation that mm-hmm. we're about to go through what he was saying is nero caesar's on the throne mm-hmm. And, I mean, we're going to become a targeted people. Yeah. People are going to be thrown to the lions. Um, the Christians are going to get thrown to the lions. It's going to, it's going to get really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Probably not the best time to marry. Yeah. But as a general way of thinking, um, the Bible endorses marriage mm-hmm. and says God's people, if you want to, want to experience more blessings, generally speaking, marriage is a great way to go about this. Mm-hmm. Um and, and and I know that could still be up for some debate, depending on calling and whatnot. But we're just going to pull from Ephesians 5, verses 31 through 33, where it says, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Mm-hmm. This mystery is profound, and I'm saying that it refers to Christ and the church. Mm-hmm. So what he's saying is Christ left heaven, met married the church, right, and then takes the church to heaven with him is kind of the thinking here. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband, Mm -hmm. just like the church respects Christ. Okay, Mm -hmm. so let's talk about this. Um, Should God's people marry for uh, more blessings? Um, The Bible lays out the foundation of this is what this looks like. A man will leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Okay, what do you think it means to become... If When you're going to get married, mm-hmm. you're going to leave something. Mm-hmm. We call it leave to cleave. Yeah. You're going to leave something to cleave to something. Mm-hmm. So what does it mean to become one flesh? Let, let's start there. That, that's what you're going to be cleaving to. Yeah, I think... Um, well, a couple things. So when you become one flesh... Uh, it's two. It's not two halves becoming a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's two very, very different people becoming one entity under Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're both trying to reflect this two-way relationship that we've talked about mm-hmm. all week long. 
if you're meeting her needs, she's meeting your needs, everybody's needs Mm -hmm. get met. And you have this beautiful picture um, of what Christ and the church looks like and is unified. Mm -hmm. It's all together. Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting application of the same thought process. Uh, I actually had a gentleman pray this over me and my wife when we were um, trying to conceive our first child. Uh, And his his reading of it, he says, well, how can we physically become one flesh? And the answer is children. And mm. that's what he prayed over us. And that was the revelation he had yeah. of, how, of, of how he saw babies, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and, and then yeah. the child becomes divisive. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's the, something The that child challenges that one flesh. There's a unit that is continually built, and mm-hmm. it takes a lot of effort to keep yeah. that unit together. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's a beautiful thing, and it's mm-hmm. a beautiful picture of what our relationship with the Lord is supposed to be like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so um, what are the kinds of things that a guy is going to have to leave mm. in order to become one flesh. So mm. you say, say he's going to have to leave his father and mother. Mm-hmm. And obviously there is a leaving of your father and mother, but it's symbolic. You're leaving one culture mm-hmm. to hold fast to another culture, a mm-hmm. new culture. Mm-hmm. What, is, what are the some of the things that, that you see that people have to leave mm-hmm. in order to form the new culture Yeah, in uh, marriage? Your family culture that you were raised in might not be the family culture that you want to perpetuate, Mm. Um, good, bad, otherwise. It just might not be the direction that you're wanting to go. And so you have to let—there are are obvious biblical standards, um, but then there are also going to be nuanced things that the Lord is going to speak to you on Mm. how you're supposed to operate your family. Just because your family did it that way before doesn't mean that you have to do it now, Mm -hmm. good, bad. Or yeah. Otherwise, right. So, so you're you're leaving one family culture to create a new family culture mm-hmm. that you guys decide is best for mm-hmm. you, right? And hopefully, you're taking good things from both cultures mm-hmm. and combining them together. And it gets into the little things like mm-hmm. food dislikes and likes, mm-hmm. right? The the way you know uh, dinner time. There and... will not be beans nor fish served <laughs> in my house. Me, because I don't like beans. Fish, because my wife hates fish. And so two things we don't eat in our house, beans and fish. So yeah, yeah. so it's going to get into little things, and it's and it's the big things. But what Jesus is saying here is that it's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's worth the journey of leaving one culture to form a new culture mm-hmm. in the context of marriage. Mm-hmm. He's saying Christ did it. It's worth it for man and, and wife to do this as well, to leave one culture, to cleave to an, a new culture. And that's mm-hmm. you know, so what Paul's saying is it's it's gonna be a very fulfilling thing and, and more blessings will come if you um, will do that. Now, then he says this mystery is profound. Why do you think it's so hard for people to do this? <laughs> A lot of people look. It's just like marriage, uh, yeah. you know. I, yeah, it's external pressure. Yeah. So your family might not want to let you go. Mm. So there's a lot of external pressure attached mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. There could also be internal pressure of mm-hmm. you don't want to let go. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, that can really mess with what you're supposed to be doing. L- little advice here is, husbands, try not to ever compare your wife to your mom. That's just a dead end round. It's not going to end well. Watch one episode of Everybody Loves Raymond, and you will never. <laughs> never you'll problem. never try that. <laughs> you'll never try that. That's right. And then wives, really, don't compare your husband to your dad for good mm-hmm. or for ill. That's mm-hmm. not going to end well. That yeah. that's that's going to be a dead end road as well. Yeah. You know, because you married someone different. You, you, so what you're doing is you're saying, is I married this person, 
it's a profound mystery, but we're going to become yeah. one, whatever yeah. that new oneness, oneness looks like. Yeah, you might have pursued certain qualities, but that does not make that person that your parent in your life. Right. It, 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 that doesn't communicate. And yeah. so the uh-huh. qualities are good, but the, the characteristics and everything else are going to be different. Mm-hmm. And what Paul is going for here, and we'll make this a short podcast, but what Paul is going for here is this. If you will make the extreme, and I want to repeat that word, extreme effort to leave one culture and form a new culture with your spouse, Mm -hmm. this new fountain of blessing will come forth from this new culture Mm -hmm. that you've created, especially if it's a lifelong culture Mm. that... The word divorce is not used in our marriage. The word, the separation is not worded. We don't use that kind of language. Mm-hmm. We're committed to this marriage that is a new culture mm. that is is forming, and it's a lifelong culture, and it's going to produce this. Because we've left everything to form it, it's going to produce a lifelong fountain mm-hmm. of blessing that just more blessings flow through. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group.